Welcome, it's the Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. This week it is our apocalypse show, which means we're talking about The Walking Dead season finale. <sighs> the Fear of the Walking Dead season premiere, which was great, and then Comic Con Hotel Apocalypse, which was just a disaster for so many in the room. We have so much more, but glad you're joining us this week. See you now. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talks, the con guy. Mess up. Con vegan. So, <laughs> we'll see you now. See you, see you, see right you now. now. See you now. Yeah. See you tomorrow. It wouldn't be a show if I did not mess up the cold open there. Right, Candy? <laughs> right, Candy? So glad to have you. Thank you very much. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us this week on the Con Guy Comic Con Prep Show. Hopefully you are subscribing to the show there on YouTube, on iTunes, or wherever it is that you are listening to us. We have a really full show tonight, a really fun show, and we have some of the best guests. These are some of our favorite guests. Uh, my name is Jim. I, my name is Jim Fry. I'm the managing editor of theconguy.com, and... Our sister site, thescareguy.com, and we have a lot of people tonight to introduce. Here we go. Hey, I'm Derek Sims. I'm a contributor to theconguy.com. Hi, I'm Jill Roby, uh, one half of season two's ultimate fan winners of Talking Dead. <laughs> and uh, I'm Brandon Orban Griggs of the thelivingrishone.com. The other half. Yeah. The other half. Yeah. <laughs> of what she just said. Yeah. <laughs> we should have rehearsed that. I'm Candy Ford. I am friends of the super fans here, and uh, this is my second time back, and I wanted to thank everybody. We're glad to have you back, Candy. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm Katie. I've been here a few times. I am usually the cosplayer, I guess, mm -hmm. would be what I, how I would call myself. But today she's, she's the hotel apocalypse disaster artist. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. cosplaying a pissed off yep. person about not getting her hotel. Oh. Yep. And I'm she's been on the couch with the conguy.com and the scare guy. Com, and I see you now. All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And who is it that's asking Candy? This is Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin that we're hearing. I, yes. I don't know why it's called that. I guess we'd have to listen to the words sometime. I've heard it a few times, and I never knew that was the title of it for some <laughs> random reason. I was it's like, what's going to come on? The Candy, Immigrant Song. By the way, Candy, so glad to have you back. Candy is Thank a you. very funny stand-up comedian that we've had to talk to tonight, but like, let's try to keep us unsent, um, off the adult list tonight. So, Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Working clean. Kids can come. It's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Not too clean, though. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome, guys. How have you been, go been doing? Ah. Fantastic. Yeah? What's keep, been going on? Keeping busy, uh, trying to keep up with making videos, all the crazy stuff that's going on in the Walking Dead universe, this crossover. We, we finally had a video go, like, viral. Yeah? Yeah, um, with the Whisper Theory. It, it hasn't panned mm -hmm. out quite yet, but, you know, we're still waiting. Wait, wait, wait. Explain the Whisper Theory. So, Brandon actually saw a video from this guy on YouTube called the PT Channel, where it looked like someone was by this fence where Eugene and Rosita and Daryl were. And then we kind of snowballed that because we thought Rosita was going to die. I mean, she didn't, sadly. But uh, oh, <laughs> oh, so shade right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. But yeah, it looked like it was like foreshadowing the whispers, and then that it, you know, the show ends with that huge herd. Like they kept mm -hmm. focusing mm -hmm. on it. Like I feel like they're setting it up for season nine. And and for those of you who are watching, just to let you know, um, we will be discussing the the majority of the show, at least half the show. We're talking about the season finale of. <sighs> The Walking Dead so, and the beginning of Fear the Walking Dead, and so we will be having spoilers. Are we going to try and do a spoiler-free discussion and then transition into the spoiler discussion? Yeah, we'll do about two or, or three minutes. I think we tried to do that last time, and then we just yeah. threw it because yeah. it didn't work. It's, <laughs> you know that thing that did the thing and the thing. Yeah, that was a terrible. Yeah, that. Can we just it. have rolling text that says "spoiler alert" across no, the screen? Anthony, the our, our our eminent producer, has a very good spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! That he's oh. spoiler alert. Okay, right so there. that's, that's it, it. The spoiler-free discussion's over. All yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Discussion. Yeah. So you think this theory might pan out? Um, I think so. I mean, they, they with all the other like big bats, they foreshadowed them coming. Mm -hmm. Like with the wolves, we see them in season five mm -hmm. um, when they go to Noah's community. Uh, was it Terminus? Mm -hmm. Bob was hearing them on, on the radio like before they actually showed up there. So I mean... Mm -hmm. It would fall in line what they'd done before. All right. Did uh, did you guys see this particular theory about the face behind the uh, fence? So no. it's like it's right before no. it's right before. You mean in the X Files? <laughs> no, <laughs> you remember no. the face that was in all the pictures? Wrong yeah. show, Jim. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it's right before the scene where Eugene pukes on Rosita and she's like yelling at him. 
they pan to the left and they walk past and the camera stays there for like two seconds. There's a face behind No way. That yeah. But I mean It wasn't just a crew member in the wrong place. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's like a creepy it, it's mask. Pretty, I mean, it's pretty uh, clearly a face. Yeah, I completely missed it Although, and Jill told me to go back. And I was it's, like, oh, it's there the kind it is. of thing where like you really wouldn't see it unless somebody like pointed Although, it out to you, but once you see it, you cannot unsee it. Oh, did you guys catch there. it the first time? No. Oh, okay. I Although, wouldn't have known about it. Many people still insist it's just like Leaves. I don't think stick, that's, but yeah. it doesn't look like leaves. It looks like a mask. I, I don't think it's leaves. I think it's somebody. I think it's probably. Um, it's right here. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That's kind of hard to say. Oh, lighten it up. Let the debate rage. Yeah. <laughs> Let the debate rage. If you lighten it up, though, uh-huh. well, it's, like it's pretty... The, the camera stays stationary, though the characters move, and they just leave this kind of there. Yeah. Are the, whisper, are, are the whispers like camouflage like this? Well, not really. I mean, they, they wear the skin of walkers well, we, to blend in. That's so. the comics. Oh. We don't know what they're going to do in the show. Yeah, the comics, know. although it seems as if we are following closely to the comics a little yeah. bit, kind of, with this this last weekend's yeah. episode. But let's not go there first. First of all, Derek, yeah. if you could go ahead and go through our bulletin yeah. board, and here's a bunch of shows and comic there's conventions that are coming There's a bunch of stuff coming out. up, even just in the next two weeks. Uh, first off, uh, San Diego Comic Fest is this weekend, April 20th to 22nd. Um, and some of the guests for that are Sarah Karloff, Boris Karloff's daughter. Um, oh, really? Yes, uh, Steve That's Purcell, cool. and they're awesome. having they're having a bicentennial celebration of Mary Shelley. Oh, I love that! That's yeah. awesome. And then at the same time, April twenty first and twenty second, there's Marvel City Comic Con in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, some of their guests include uh, Chris Kamen Lee, who is the Red Ranger for Power Rangers in Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kate Jones from Stranger Things. Mm. Um, uh, let's see, uh, Max and Lentz, who's the uh, the young kid in Walking Dead that um, Morgan was training the oh, little blonde boy, Henry. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's favorite child actor. Uh, <laughs> oh, I mean, well, character. Let's talk about the character. And at the same time, Daytona Beach Comic Con is also April 21st and 22nd. Um, and then the following weekend, Calgary Comic and Entertainment Expo is April 27th through 29th. And that's a big one. They've mm-hmm. got guests like Jeff Goldblum, Jason Momoa, several oh. cast members from Back to the Future. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, Liam oh, Thompson, Christopher Lloyd. Did you say Jason um, Momoa? I did say I Jason Momoa. Yes. Did you say Awkward. Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> I did say Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff finds a way. Uh, let's see. And again, that's in Calgary, April 27th to 29th. So, yeah, if you're up there, check it out. Um, and then if you're just a little bit further south, April 27th to 29th in, uh, the great, is the Great Philadelphia Comic Con. And one of their guests is Ric Flair. <laughs> who uh, who is on our podcast? Sort of, sort of. Um, yeah, Bernie Bregman uh, does the best Ric Flair cosplay. It's yeah, and when Bernie amazing. Bregman is here, that's when we get the uh, little E symbol next to our podcast. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're very adult when uh, we're explicit, explicit we when Bernie's Bernie. on there. Yeah, and then Universal Fan Con is also April twenty seventh to 29th. and let's see, that's in Baltimore, which that's the one we had. Um, we the, had guests on the show. Yes, we had guests on the show. We had uh, one of the planners from Universal Fan Con, mm-hmm. who was, and that, that's one that focuses on diversity and right. inclusion, which all conventions, you have a lot of that anyway, but here it's just kind of one of the main em- emphases of it. She's, and, it and she's also, um, mm-hmm. Anthony, do you remember the name? I am drawing a blank right now. I'm really bad with the name, and she was on our show. She also does your horror movie weekly show with you sometimes. She's helping to plan the Universal Fan Con. Sean C. Robinson. Yep. Sean. Okay, thanks. Um, and then at that same time, the guy from Geek, Fe- uh, excuse me, Geek Fest Film Festival mm-hmm. was here, and they met on our show. And now Geek Geek Fest Film Festival is going to be at Universal Van Gogh. We, we made we yeah. made an arranged arrangement. Yeah. We, we we introduced them. Isn't that great? Yeah. And if, if correct me if I'm wrong, is that the fan convention that actually runs 24 hours? Yep. They have events. <laughs> It's all, a twenty-four yeah. hour fan convention. What? That's doing hour. something new this what year. What kind of stuff could That's be going hardcore. on at two or three in the morning? But they're programming all night long. Yeah. They decided to try hardcore. something new. You don't need nice. a hotel at that. One. I would hate yeah. to work there. You just keep going to conventions. Yeah, or you just go to panels all night. Speed or something. Keep yourself awake for forty straight. <laughs> and the little final thing to announce about the calendar is that San Diego Comic Con is in thirteen weeks. Thirteen weeks in just a couple of days. So Crazy. if you are watching this live today is. Uh, what month are we in? April 16th. Yes. So in exactly 13 weeks and a couple of days will be the 19th, which it starts, or 18th for preview night. Yeah. Wow. Wow. So let's jump into a little bit of San Diego Comic-Con, why don't we? Um, today being the day we shall live in infamy. What is today, Katie? It was the second half of Hotel Apocalypse. 
Okay, we, can you explain so, Hotel Apocalypse, please? Yeah, I've done this so many times. It's like, <laughs> I don't, you know, uh, everybody will be like, what's that? Uh, basically, Comic-Con, uh, San Diego Comic-Con does a lottery system for hotels where you fill out a form, and even the form is randomized. You could get in that form anywhere from 9 o'clock all the way up until whenever it's over. 9.30. Yeah, I think 9.30 was when they uh, reached capacity. And you fill out your form for your preferences of downtown hotels and non-downtown hotels. And it tells you the distance, and you say how many people you have. And then um, the Monday following, they send out a batch of emails to everybody with their hotel assignments, and they have until Thursday to pay their deposit. Mm -hmm. If they don't pay their deposit, that room gets forfeited for people later on. Um, And then they send out another round, which was today. And usually they're not downtown. Usually they're by airport. Some are downtown still. Some, yes, but the majority of them aren't. Correct. And um, from what I saw on Twitter, I was on Twitter for a long time today. You were just just burning up my phone today. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like... Most of the people who got hotels got their forms submitted before the six-minute mark. It looked like wow. very few people, from at least the people who are you know tweeting about it, didn't get it past that. Mm-hmm. So I think I got in in the first ten minutes and didn't get anything. I had four friends, my four roommates, none of us got emails. So basically that leaves us with hoping we get on the wait list, which I believe we find out mm-hmm. next Monday. Well, but we were in... 903, like 904, yeah. and nothing. Yeah. And so basically... Wow. Was it that quick? It was that quick. It was very... It was... It's hard to keep track. I don't but know. But I was seeing some some Twitter, some tweets today about people going in at 901 yeah. and not getting there. Still not getting it. There yeah. were some people that got wow. in at 9 o'clock that did not get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't really know what On Peak's system was Something for... fishy about all it, this. You know, sometimes, sometimes people say it's random. Other times it's first come, first serve. But it's clearly not either of those. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So now everybody's kind of playing the waiting game, seeing if they can um, find rooms with other people, right. people who have extra rooms, and people drop out. It's just a mess. But you guys have a backup plan. We have, thankfully, one of my friends who... Um, I usually get his badge, but he got a comp badge because of the whole Hall H thing last year. He went on a computer and went on to Booking.com and happened to find a room that was under $1,000 a night um, in downtown. <laughs> Who can do that? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> yeah. well, I thought they blocked those parents. hotels off. Like, I'm so After they, do, they block off the, the – there's still a few rooms yes. left for people who want to pay the 1000 like, bucks a night full rate. fee. Um, and Ben was telling me, like, a few years back, they went ahead and, like, paid that. And mm. it was like thousand dollars a night or eight hundred dollars a night because you can go around the system, but it costs you a lot more money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you have like two um, people in their room. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we found a room that's fully refundable, thankfully. So hopefully, if we do make wait list where we get, you know, one of the other closer hotels, we'll save money, which is weird, but we will. But hopefully, we'll get a better one. But yeah. at least we have a plan B. If if we don't, we won't be. You guys are out. willing to do eight hundred bucks a night. I, we don't really want to, but the issue with that is that hotel that we found, even though we know that hotel is a great hotel, it was just, it's Which one? non-refundable. It was Weston. So the Weston had, a, had a suite. Yeah, it had a suite for like $800 a night. So that's like two different, that's yeah. like a two-room two suite. So they can, yeah. you can give some people. We would yeah, have had, yeah. yeah, we would have had room for all of us to cosplay, et cetera, sleep, mm-hmm. but it was um, um, non-refundable. We would have had to pay it all today, and we wouldn't be able to refund it if we got a better hotel for a better deal. So that's why we got the other one because they have a hundred percent refund up until like you guys got a room. Well, yeah, we're in we're in hotel circle, um, which is fantastic. Yeah. Twenty four hour shuttle service. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're not going to do that. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I did the shuttle service one year and it was just miserable and it gets worse every year at Comic Con. But I will yeah. say there was one magical year. Yeah. Where I got to stay at the the Hilton Bayfront right across the Last street year from Hall from, H. Oh man! Yeah. And it was just it was it was a beautiful time. And, uh, <laughs> you sound very sad right now. No, it was. It's, that's a lovely place to stay. Well, not, not even. I mean, because it's literally you can get up and say, "Oh, I guess I'll go get in line now." You don't. You can just walk. Yeah. You can look out your window yeah. and see how long the line is. And yes. Uh, Good morning, Comic Con. In all honesty, though, I we stayed a few blocks down, and I could look out the window and see how long the line was too, because <laughs> yeah. it was uh, not short. That I, I feel so like lucky and spoiled because like I live half an hour from the convention center, so I don't really even nice. usually get a hotel because yeah. I don't need one. 
But it's just like yeah, I can imagine the stress of having to do a hotel the same way that you get a ticket now. Yeah, it, it, everything's becoming a lottery because for those who did not get downtown hotels, if you're on the wait list or if you got something a little bit further out, um, you have until the 22nd to register for the ACE parking lottery. And then there's like five mm. rounds of lottery releases that you go through to get your parking spaces. For that, though, you can't like keep your car parked for four days. You have to leave at a certain time, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I don't like about it. Well, like, I mean, you don't want to leave your car down there unless you're parked, unless you're staying downtown. Though. No, I know, but I meant, like, you have to find a new place by, like, what, 2 o'clock in the morning to park your car until, like, 6 or something, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> you can't just, like, you can't just, wow. like, park there for the full four days and right, not leave, right. right? Yeah, and I don't, that's the... Well, but hmm. most people who are staying, like, out in Mission Valley are staying, yeah. at, they're not, they're going to be leaving at the end of the day. Yeah. I guess. I have never been to a Comic-Con, and you guys are not making it seem like a one. <laughs> it's well, great, Kim. She's like, why do you... <laughs> she's over there like, yeah. why do you crazy people put yourselves through this every year? If I have to run two errands in one day, I'm wiped we actually out. Do so like I, just, it. I can't even... Yeah. What? <laughs> just, just imagine how much we must love it if we're yeah. willing to suffer through all of these hardships. You are passionate. Drug of choice. And that is, that is beautiful. Um, that is a beautiful thing, how uh, passionate you are. But there are a couple of things you can do. Um, a lot of times... After all the hotel sale is done, a lot of rooms will be released, and so there's the wait list. Hopefully, hopefully. Like, we put on the wait list. Um, cl- we don't care what the cost is closest to the convention center, so yeah. we'll see what we get. Does um, that mean it can be shuttle route still, like yeah. in yeah. one of the other places? It also means okay. it might not be shuttle route, too, though. Because that just means closest to the convention center, whatever that hotel is. Yeah. Um, and that was a new feature this year that they didn't have last. Right, this is brand new. Yeah. If, if you're trying to get somewhere, though, just get uh, a lift. Don't even... That, that shuttle, or the like... Met, or the what's trolley. wrong with the shuttle? Because yeah. there's, there's like, there are lines for it, and then yeah. sometimes you stand there and you wait, and you don't even get on, on the shuttle. And then, you know, what are you missing in that time? It's, it's a yeah. lot of people, especially at the end of the day. If you're worn out and you're ready to go, yeah. man, those lines are pretty ferocious the sometimes. The trolley is a good, good thing, too, because, like, it runs... Every 15, minutes. Now, the trolley gets crowded, of yes, course. Yes, it does, Because everybody's course, yes. discovered it. You know, I mean, everybody <laughs> else uses it, too. And Lyft and Uber are, they're, they're always running there. It's going to be a premium time yeah. because yeah, of the crowds. Mm-hmm. So are you guys on a list? You two? On... For Comic-Con? Is there I, a list? I mean, yeah. We, we had our, like, tickets and hotels booked months ago. There, oh, okay. the, they, there are some, some ways to get tickets ahead of time. And, like, mm-hmm. the early, I have a feeling you guys probably went through the early hotel sale. Which means you're not downtown, but you do have to pay it all at once. That's correct. Non-refundable. Yeah, and she said that it was like the kind of thing where you had to buy four days in order to get that rate. It's early bird. Yeah, the early bird sale, yeah. So how how do you even get that? Like, why? Well, what it is is most people that were waiting for um, Hotel Apocalypse, as we call it, they're trying to get a downtown room Mm -hmm. so they can walk there. Oh, because we didn't care about that? Yeah, but since you're willing to go ahead and drive in or or take the shuttle in, you guys are in Hotel Circle, which Hotel Circle is great. Yeah, it's 10 minutes away. Those are the hotels with the free breakfasts and everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've stayed out there. I, I like that area but um so if you're willing just to do that the early bird sale is the way to go yeah but for those who don't have a hotel now you can also go over to friends of comic-con they um it's a website where people are exchanging rooms looking for roommates and different things they're oh, a very cool. respected site and um it's like airbnb but for comic-con people yeah. sort of it, it, it's what's funny is comic-con and a lot of the sites a lot of people have started to advise against airbnb for san diego because Why? because it's astronomical yeah it's astronomical yeah astronomical plus people are getting just like gypped so bad because you'll have your room rented a week before people will figure out hey wait this is San Diego week they'll cancel oh. your room and, yeah. and then sell it to somebody else for yeah. a lot more or, yeah. or somebody oh, that's else messed up or yeah, it's it just a lo- and oh. we're hearing more and more um, of that happening down there so I mean I've camped out before because I didn't have a hotel room so I've done pretty much so have you Everything. Yeah, well, I mean, I've camped out before, setting. but yeah, I didn't, like camp out the whole weekend. Yeah, yeah. You camp uh, out in the hotel <laughs> lobby because they're open all night. Um, well, <laughs> they, get, they get really, they get really strict about that because I was waiting yeah. for friends in the lobby once, and they told me like you can't sleep here. Like I was falling asleep, and they're like you can't sleep here, and I was like I'm just waiting. For Where my did friends. you camp? Just out of curiosity. In line. Oh, okay. Hall H. Sidewalk. Before they did wristbands. <laughs> well, Katie, you barely know me, That's but crazy. you know I can make that list dwindle if you want. To talk <laughs> <laughs> you know, See, accidents happen to people every day. She knows you know, people. She knows. <laughs> Breaks fail, dogs uh, attack. You know, just random. There is yeah, another yeah. deadline though we do need to pay attention to, and something brand new this year. You have to verify your badge. Did you know about Wait, this? Wait, what? Really? Yes, you must. I was just thinking that. Are they ever oh, going to no. put that in place? Wait, like you, online? You must go online to your member ID. 
and there you must go and verify the address of your badge this year if you want oh, it shipped to you. Yeah. If you want it shipped. If, in addition to changing my address? Uh, yes, you must well, verify. If you, if you just oh. change your address, I believe like that verifies it if you just Probably. changed it recently. Because I got an email saying your address is verified when I went and changed my address. But it'll address. tell you if you verified it. But if you... Did you yeah, get an email sent of, that said, please verify? Did you guys get that I, email? No. I got information. Heard of this. I, I saw information saying that we needed yeah. to verify, but I think they said, like, if you've updated mm-hmm. since a certain time or right. if you've updated your address. If you year, don't verify, it's not a big deal. You just have to wait in line uh, when you get there like, to, pick the, right. to pick it up. You so still you, get your badge. You still get course, your badge. You, you just, it's just but you know how last year they address. mailed it to everybody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess they had so many wrong addresses <laughs> that it just wow. cost so much money and they had so many badges returned. This, this actually happened to my dad. Um, like, our two badges for me and my mom showed up and my dad's didn't for some reason. And he had to, like, go through this whole process of getting one, like, at the mm-hmm. con, which was a pain in the ass. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember what it was that he had to mm-hmm. do, but it was crazy. So... Before May 14th, verify your badges. Verify your badges. Go on to your member yeah. ID, and there's a tab on there. Go to go to where it says to verify the badge. It's, it's not really that difficult. Yeah, when you go into contact info and um, where your shipping address was, you, was you weren't able to change it recently. That's mm-hmm. opened up again for about a week or so now. Right. Um, they froze it during WonderCon, and then for like a week after WonderCon for some reason. I don't know. And we are in the season where a lot of announcements are going to start coming out about mm-hmm. San Diego, San Diego Comic Con. For example... The Petco Park area, the, the the zone. What was it called last year? The Petco Park zone, the activation zone. What do, anyways, it's been taking. You know when you go across the bridge, mm-hmm. and over there in the the big festival that was over oh, there. Oh yeah, like the big parking lot. A area brand new yes. company has taken that over, and this year mm-hmm. it's going to be a really cool uh, festival over there with a lot of giant jumbotron screens, and it's going to go all the way to eleven or twelve at night. Mm-hmm. They're going to have concerts at nighttime over there, so it's going to be a, basically a festival unto itself right next to Comic Con this year, which is going to be kind of cool. The um, Petco it, Park? It, yeah. Oh, at it, Petco? Yeah, yeah, at Petco. You know where they had the... It's the Petco Park to take over the area, formerly known as Petco Park Interactive Zone. Mm-hmm. It's uh, They had a bunch of random things over there. There, there was like the zombie walk over yeah, there they used or something the zombie, like that. Yeah, the zombie thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is in the parking lot at, right as you get off the bridge walking across the footbridge. Right, across from Petco, really. But. So it's going to be very cool. Oh. Free. <laughs> like where they had the fan, the MTV fan, fan fest? No, thing? that's inside Petco. Oh, okay. This is outside Petco. Mm-hmm. If, if as you're look as you're at Hall H, mm-hmm. looking straight out. I think oh. last year they, they, had, the right. they had the it experience in the bus. They had yeah, the um, bus was there. The it experience oh, okay. in the bus. They had there. stuff for the tick. I think there might have been several Netflix shows. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. How do you okay. have a fan festival inside of Petco? No, it's outside Petco. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, inside is the, was the MTV <laughs> Festival. It's the MT- MTV Fan Awards. Fan Awards, which we haven't heard anything about this year yet. So right over the bridge from the Hilton. Right. If you're at the Hilton, go across the footbridge, and it's right as you walk off the bridge in that big parking lot. Can I mention something random real quick? Yes. Her Universe Fashion Show is taking submissions for people who want to compete until the yep. 27th is the deadline. So if anybody is a fashion designer or costume designer and wants to enter, it is online. You can submit up to three designs, um, and then there's a whole... I don't know if any of you has ever been to it, but it's a big ordeal. They It's high fashion, couture fashion, that is inspired by nerd culture, geek culture. So they're all have some, they're all influenced by some sort of movie, TV show, book, um, and then the winner gets to design a clothing line for Hot Topic. Wow! Oh, wow! Uh, so. Are you it's, submitting? Hopefully, it's right. called it's called her universe. Does that yes. mean that it's exclusively female designers? Um, it no. does not have to be exclusively female designers, Ashley but Eckstein. the fashion must be for women. Mm-hmm. So okay. you cannot design apparel for men. It's it's a line of clothing mm-hmm. started by Ashley Eckstein, who plays Ahsoka in the Clone Wars and um, Rebel. Uh, what's the what's the follow up? Was she in Rebels? Was Ahsoka in Rebels? But she was also in Forces of Destiny. But Ashley Eckstein, she grew up in in Disney, and she's a giant Disney fan. And she's a but so she decided to make a line of clothing for for girls and women, like geek clothes, because you know all t shirts were guy shirts, all, all mm-hmm. geek stuff was guy stuff. She, so she said, let's do it for the girls. And so now she has oh. her universe, and it's huge. Yeah, is that from her um, universe? This was their Comic Con exclusive that. Was with with Nerdist. Mm-hmm. It was designed by Chris Hardwick, but it was at the Her Universe oh, wow. fash, uh, fash, uh, Her Universe booth. <laughs> man, like four years ago, huh. um, they only I think they brought something like three hundred and fifty of them. Mm-hmm. And I went in on oh, preview wow. night, 
And, like, they told me, oh, we don't have any small, smalls right now. They're going to get more. You can come back. I'm like, yeah, I know I'm staying right here. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, yeah. yeah, and it, it debuted there. And eventually, Nerdist put it on their site, but it technically was a Comic-Con exclusive. Hmm. A lot of guys actually went to go buy it, I think, even though it was a, it's a girl's booth. I would wear that. That's cool. That's a cool hoodie. Oh, everybody Hart, at yeah. work yeah. is always like, is there yeah. pockets <laughs> on the back of it? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so. All right. All right. So what else, Jim? Real quick, um, I think that's all we have for... Comic-Con, except for, very briefly, if you want to, there's a chance. If uh, what, What's the contest that's happening with uh, Deadpool? So, today mm-hmm. on the unofficial Comic-Con blog, which I recommend everybody follow if you want any information about it, um, Mike's Harder, as in Mike's Harder Lemonade, yep. is having a giveaway, giving away several prizes um, during their Deadpool 2 contest. Um, one of them is you can get tickets to win to the premiere in May. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and then the other, there's also one for San Diego Comic-Con, which includes um, round-trip airfare, four day pa- two four-day badges, four nights hotel accommodation, and a $200 gift card. Wow. So you can go on the Mike Carter nice. website, yep. and it'll tell you you have to be 21 in order to enter because of it course. is an alcohol-sponsored event. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the Deadpool one is also two nights hotel accommodation and a $250 gift card. So I don't. I think you can enter either or or both. I'm not sure. I just typed in my information. But if anybody's looking for Comic Con contests, that one's actually like a valid way to get tickets. So. Yeah, that's cool. All right, real quick before we jump into another thing, I just want to say um, again we we congratulated this film a couple of weeks ago. But Black Panther has now it's the biggest superhero. Super, boy, oh boy, I have not. <laughs> <laughs> superhero. It's the biggest superhero. It's because film. of Hotel Apocalypse. It's, right. it, it's, it's yeah. just got me all knocked off. But like uh, Black Panther is the biggest superhero film ever. One point three billion dollars. This week, Marvel released this big infographic that we will be featuring on our page. But it's all over the internet right now about like all the big milestones and things they've hit. You know, the two hundred and two dollar. $202 million three-day opening, the 240-something yeah. four-day opening. It's, and, and it's, it's been huge. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And here's here's the thing. Right now, uh, Infinity War has mm-hmm. doubled the ticket sales at this time of Black Panther. Wow. And oh its tracking has gone so high off the charts that they can't even track how high it's going to go wow. now. It's Wow. A lot of that is because people feel they're getting Black Panther Part 2. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let, let's they're not really, lie. They're people, really pushing you know, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you seen the new trailers? It's like oh, yeah. they all Black Panthered it up. So yeah. uh, I thought the exact same thing when we saw it. <laughs> oh, they did. They absolutely did. Yeah. I'm but, not shocked. It's about representation. It's nice mm-hmm. to see. Mm-hmm. It it's is. a change, finally. Black Panther was a cultural moment. Yeah. And, um, not to mention it was just a good movie. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. Two, yes. If it was it a was, crappy movie. Yeah. It, right. Yeah, you know that. But it was a good thing. movie for people that look like us too. Yeah. So yeah it's like, and absolutely. dark skin, bring it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Ah. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was really important too. I think we'll spend the money. I'm just, just waiting for the Koye uh, spinoff. They, they yeah. that show needs some. Which I think one? they're going to give it Okoye. to her. Oh, I, let's hope so. She's been talking about it. Yeah. That they're talking about it. Yeah, I mean, they. I've heard that the next. Phase whatever of Marvel, a big part of it will be based in Wakanda. Wakanda's going to be kind of like the the center where mm-hmm. the whatever happens after part two of the next Avengers film, which comes out next weekend, everybody go see it, mm-hmm. um, will somehow be based in Wakanda somehow. So it's going to be kind of exciting. Oh, okay. All right. Is it really I, next weekend? It's next well, weekend. <laughs> not this coming weekend, but next week weekend. Oh, not this weekend. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't a week from this weekend. This, yeah. Mm-hmm. The 27th. Mm-hmm. All right. So very quickly before we hit the Walking Dead stuff, I we have a special little film. Cheeseman, what is this? That we're about, and let's go ahead and watch this film. This week, Con Guy goes to Lucasfilm. Yeah. What? Go ahead, Anthony. Can you see cheese? Oh, there's, there's some swagger right there. Yeah, so, Star Wars show. We that, didn't get to be on it, but got yeah, to you sit, get to sit on the couch yep. instead of the Star Wars show. Which yeah, is awesome. Let's see cool. some toys uh, and props and things toys. there. That's the Chopper. <laughs> That's Chopper the droid. That's the cup that jo- uh, the Jabba the Hut was holding in mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. Oh, you can see it there. Oh, hey, you're on the couch. Jabba the Hut. The old <laughs> Jabba the Hut coffee. Nice. Some of the models from the film. Mm-hmm. This is really cool. We did get to spend the week up, the weekend up at Lucasfilm. There's the arm in the blaster. <laughs> That's me and R2. He was actually rolling around and talking and everything. Oh, and Jar Jar Binks. There he <laughs> Everybody's is. Everybody's favorite. That, that droid. 
Name cheese. The droid is named cheese. <laughs> Gonk. And some toys. There's the melted uh, mask. Oh. Can you see it, cheese? Yep. That's the Yoda from Empire. Strikes back. And There's me. Jim's head. And Yoda. Yoda. That's nice. And yeah, Imperial, Imperial Guards. Guards. And here, here's a cool shot. StarWars.com right there on the set. It was really cool. Oh. <laughs> the Han. And Luke's yep. Han for What's the this? Gravenite And pose. that's the oh. real E.T., the one that they used when he was when his heart was glowing, yep. when he was dying. It's a model from Jurassic. Oh, that was so sad. Yeah. And there's oh our God, final shot. With oh God, there's it? a Luke like, with somebody on his back. <laughs> so what did you think about oh. Lucasfilm this week? It was amazing. E.T. was strangely one of my like favorite moments of seeing... Like the actual, like one of the, the ETs that was in there. So, Ouch. but and then there was actual like models of Jurassic Park things that was amazing, and of course all the Star Wars stuff was great. And they had like replicas, just a beautiful place. And I was I was surprised how many things were part of Lucasfilm and the the company that in Industrial Light and Magic. Yeah, like yeah. I I didn't realize that was all done there. Like, it's up I in the Presidio, like right Wars. there at the overlooking the Golden Gate Bridge. It is probably the most beautiful oh, wow. setting for a company I've ever seen. Hmm. And everybody seemed real friendly and happy there too. Yeah, they they really treated us nice there. We got some really good um, personal tours through Lucasfilm and everything. We had some in kind, and we got swag, but not free swag. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But we bought it. <laughs> got my hat. Got a discount though. Yeah, at least. we we bought this, and um, it was it was really cool to see all the films that Lucasfilm has uh, that Industrial Light and Magic touched. And produced and talking to the people who worked there and they like for me as somebody who got into entertainment and got in, came out to Hollywood mainly because of this film when I was a little kid saw it like when I was like what five years old eight years something like that it was almost hard for me to not have tears in my eyes walking into Lucasfilm it was just amazing for me yeah, and the tour guide was saying with E.T., a lot of times, like, adults will just walk in and see it and just start breaking down. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I may not be crying in person, but on the inside. <laughs> Anyways, we will be posting that video onto the website along with some more pictures and a little bit of a write-up about Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm, thank you so much for hosting us this week. That was so much fun. So much, so much mm. fun indeed. All right. It is now time... To talk about yeah. spoilers. Okay, so yeah, spoiler alert again. We, there will be spoilers because you just can't talk about this without yeah. getting spoilers. It's the season finale of one of the biggest shows on TV. So, so. I'm going to throw it over to Jill and Brennan right now. If you guys Super can fans. start us with your thoughts on this, let's start with the season finale of The Walking Dead season eight. What did you think? All out war. <laughs> no, I, I, I know you're going to say the opposite of this. I honestly, I liked it better than season seven's uh, finale. Although there were some confusing, downright jarring things to happen. Like, so we can do spoilers, right? Oh yeah, we're doing. By the way, we are doing. Spo- yes. Can you remind us of season seven's finale? Because I don't remember. The tiger ate someone. Oh yeah, yes. they, the, the showdown at Alexandria. Mm-hmm. And, we thought and Carl was about to get yeah. his get hand the Lucille. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's right. Yeah. And then it like ends with the three of them giving like a big speech that we don't actually really hear or something. Like, oh, okay, like whatever. <laughs> Just yeah. they went on rush. <laughs> yeah. As she Dwight likes leaving yeah. notes. <laughs> <laughs> He's a great note giver. So what do you think? So what do you think of this one? Um, I mean, I, I, I liked it. I, I just, I, okay, so Maggie's now like Dark Willow. Like, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that was probably the biggest cliffhanger from mm-hmm. the episode last night. Like, what, what, Jesus, who was just preaching to Morgan about not killing, is sitting there twirling his mustache with his, you know, it was just, it was well, just that bizarre. was a surprise. That was a surprise it, for yeah. me, yeah. And, and even just to add on to the Jesus thing, I know we're like not into Fear the Walking Dead, but he went from like telling Morgan not to kill people to in the end twirling his mustache to within the first five minutes of Fear the Walking Dead trying to convince Morgan to come back and be nice again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Please come I, back. It was just, it was a very weird thing, like writing wise with that character. Yeah, I, it, I was watcher, very confused. As a watcher, I was confused because, like you said, Jesus' morality. Just goes up and down. Up Jesus, and down. the character for those who don't watch the <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not anti-Jesus, um, but it was very strange that he's telling, he's preaching non-killing and yep. didn't want to kill the saviors, didn't want to do any of that. But all of a sudden, he's in with Maggie. He wants to kill Negan. Yeah, and, and Daryl's creeping in shadows. Yeah, like, how are you going to turn I, on but your boy? He has boy? to go like, against Rick to do so. Yeah, that doesn't make any. Well, that's what didn't. Yeah, the thing that's weird about the Daryl thing is that the last uh, like time we saw him inter- interact with Rick was like when. Rick was um, 
visiting uh, Abraham and Glenn's graves, and he comes up behind him and kind of apologizes to him. So I thought they were good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So for him to just randomly turn around now, that sort of like doesn't make and, any and, sense either. And to be so you know, PO that Eugene, it's like, really, dude, you're going against, like, your best friend. You're yeah. so much worse. Mm -hmm. And uh, also, I wanted Eugene to, like, totally uh, either vomit again or punch Rosie in the face, because that was, <laughs> like, she was just out of order. You I'm could just throw in Daryl like with soap. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen him running for the hills. Yeah. <laughs> soap. It was a friendly punch, though. She said, that's for throwing up on me. Yeah. It was a friendly oh. punch. <laughs> There's such a and he said fair play. Punch. I don't like um, her. I'm sorry. But okay, so <laughs> so it looked like the resolution and for the just to bring everybody up to speed. What was the resolution with Negan? Because last night was basically mm -hmm. the quote unquote end of the war. What happened? So basically, uh, you know, there's like this brief fight slash chase scene between Rick and Negan, and he gets the opportunity to kill him, mm -hmm. and decides not to kill him at the last well, second. Wait, well, 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 not exactly. Negan had the upper hand, yeah. and then Rick started talking about Carl. He and shamed he, him. He shamed him, and <laughs> then totally Negan's like crying him. and stuff, like, oh, no, not the was kid. Was Negan really crying? He was crying? Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. To, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I actually that wish strange. that we could have seen more of that. Yeah, they, yeah. they yeah. cut it too short, and then Rick just cuts him across the throat, which I've... Yeah. Brutal. Like, yeah. like, you yeah. thought he was dead, right? I thought so at that point. And I was like, like, hang on, this is only a half hour into the episode. Did they kill Negan yeah. already? The amount of blood that was like coming out of his neck, I don't know how he survived. Um, but so basically, after, you know, after all that happens, they don't kill him, obviously. He gets saved by Sadiq. But the, the main point of it is that instead of killing him, they're going to make him a prisoner as a symbol of the fact that they're rebuilding society, which implies that like society has prisons and you know checks and balances for behavior and all that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. And... I, I like that idea, but I wish that Rick hadn't like lied again <laughs> because hey, it, was, it, it was so unnecessary to cut that man's throat. Like yeah. he'd already he was like about to throw in the towel, and then it's like, how do you? The plausibility of it was stupid. Like there was no guarantee that he wouldn't kill him by doing that. I, I'm I'm glad that I mean obviously it's good that Sadiq was there because he must have had his. Well, did he have a medical you know. kit with him or something? Like, <laughs> yeah, see, that, what? Like, that that was that was rough. I was having a hard time like wrapping my head around that one. Well, it was a war zone though. You got to expect there's going to be a medic there. Yeah, well, I'm I'm really enough. glad though yeah. that they that they didn't kill Negan off because I mean there's been a lot of like real rumors around the, the internet they're going to kill him off so early and he's way too fascinating to lose this early on and i think I agree. the jail thing's going to kill him more than anything well, i, I mm -hmm. just want to say when i thought he was dead i was really upset which was i know like, I was me like, too why are they killing him now i was like i, I just, want the backstory i, I just back, started to I, like him i <laughs> i want his backstory too like what, what were you saying about his backstory i've just always wanted that like a lot oh, of times yeah. you get annoyed about it like oh they're telling this person but i've always wanted to see negan's backstory Absolutely. and how he became what he I was and I hopefully why I think he's they locked will. up, they will. I think they will. They have to. Yeah. I mean, there's I mean, a few YouTube videos that tell you his backstory, No, too, I want to see fast. Jeffrey do it. Like, I want to see it, yeah. yeah. Give me, like, a two, three-episode thing, or, like, juxtapose with him being in prison or something. I'll just have yeah. him sitting in a I cell being the wacky neighbor. I was a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, especially, like, especially since, like, um, you know, I mean, the, his backstory from the, the comics is, like, actually really tragic. So I want to yeah. see, especially since they just showed his range of, like, doing the emotional scenes as well well as being the villain. Now yeah. I really want to see him act out that more like tragic yeah. scenario. Maybe we'll see what's under that bandage. Exactly. That was a good point you brought up earlier. <laughs> I still don't know that. what's underneath that. Yeah. Has that been there all season? Yep. Yeah. It's really? always on him. It's on his it's a bandage about from his wrist like to here. Tattoo. It's always freshly wrapped. Yeah. I, I wonder if it's a real wife. life a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's probably his wife. I think it's his or wife. Something. Or a wedding date or something. His, his wife's name's Lucille. Yeah. 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 It's something he can't look at. Because we saw a little bit of Negan's humanity in the the trash lady. What is her name? Jada. Anne. Anne, actually. It's Anne. That was kind of cool. Yeah. I like her a lot more than I did. Yeah, now that we actually see her being a human being... It took them like completely taking everything away from her to get to where the character. Now that she can talk believable. in full sentences, yes, <laughs> she's not Nell. I'm she's so not young. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tate win. Nell. What? What? And she's got that New York loft in the middle of. Yeah, that was kind of cool though. I was like, look I, at I you. think yeah. her character suddenly became more interesting. Yeah, very much. And I was kind of upset when, when killed off all those others. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was the most disgustingly gross. It was awesome. The meat grinder scene. The whole 
that was pretty awesome. Just, uh, yeah. Oh, I guess it was awesome. The, I guess we'll that, call it that. I mean, <laughs> well, I like a little bit of that. That's a yeah, story. I mean, that, that was probably like the grossest scene of the whole yeah. show. I would Next to say. Noah, Next, or Noah, Noah's or pretty bad Bob's too. leg was really. Oh my gosh! I didn't like the like when Negan was taking the bat and rubbing the skin of the the walkers and ripped oh, their skin yeah, off and like... trying to cause a a virus or yeah. infection. So okay, so Negan was not killed at the end. They had the why did they not kill him? It was because of because of Carl. Carl. It's because of Carl. He he's the like. He's the thing that unites him and Rick in one way. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like the only thing that they both have strong emotions about yeah, humanity but, was. But Carl didn't want him incarcerated. He wanted him picking strawberries well, and <laughs> just chilling in Alexandria. Hey there, little girl. Maybe. He wanted his dad to be balding and on a cane and he's just picking strawberries. <laughs> he wanted oh his God. dad to age 20 years and five years. Oh, yeah. my God. Over everyone else. Over funny. everybody else. Everybody but, else looks the same, but... But Not like correct. I said, an egotistical maniac. I think. Well, I think locking him yeah. up will kill him more than any. That's the best punishment there he, is because he's watching things go on without him. It'd be the, like putting Trump in there or something. The thing about <laughs> Negan that's really interesting is that like he he like does things that you know at surface level is just like oh yeah the guy's a psychopath. But up until you know the war started. If you stacked up the amount of people of his that Rick killed versus the amount of people that he killed of Rick's, Rick is way ahead. Mm-hmm. He went to that satellite, uh, you know, camp and yep. like stabbed he people to yeah. death, death a, in their sleep. And Negan only killed two people in revenge of that. Let's make it, make it clear: Negan took over when he saw that things were. This is post the slaughter at Oceanside. Like mm-hmm. Negan took over to stop that kind of thing. And yes, he kills with a song in his heart, but it's very specific. So there's right. there's layers yeah. to this guy. He's not just crazy. I mean, it could have been justifiable for him to kill like Rick and his entire camp in response to what they did to the satellite people, but he didn't. And he even got mad at Simon yep. when Simon suggested that they kill all the trash people because like or all it, the it's people. so important to Negan people to actually resource. save people that yeah. he yeah. like was willing to kill Simon over that. I mean, he seems more dedicated to preserving life than Rick and does. He, and he tells Rick that I spared your life on purpose because I didn't want to kill you know the boy's father right in front of him. Right. And that's what he says. Yeah. Like, I mean, so he's not. But his very next line was, I should have. He should have. Yeah. Well, after all this, yes. Yeah. But that's after what makes he him thought such a he great was actor. Dying. He humanizes a monster. Yeah. But, I, so. but, but I do have to talk. I mean, I love the fact that we're having this conversation. But ne- two years ago, when Negan first showed up on the, on the scene and beat Glenn's head to a pulp and yes. Abraham's to a pulp, did, we ever, did you ever think then that we'd be having this conversation like, Oh, but he's not that bad. Well, that no. was Daryl's fault, number one. I uh, <laughs> it totally was Daryl's fault. I still fault. don't believe he's not that bad, but he, yeah, is, I don't think he does that. humanize them. I'd say there are layers, but at the same time, like all these arguments we could make about he's only killed this, this yeah. many of Rick's people. He's killed other people outside of Alexandria. And it was who he killed, and not it's how also, many. Yeah, and also, also this whole thing killed. of instituting yeah. this tyranny over yeah. everyone. And with him, he kills in order to control. Right. And well, and he keeps people yeah. alive in order to get other things from them. It, yeah, it's like it, he doesn't. I don't think yeah. he values life. He values yeah. the People resource to make things resource. for him. And yeah. I think yeah. I think that that's like in no better way illustrated by when Carl shows up and kills two of his men, and he gives him a tour, and all of his <laughs> followers kneel like it, like all at the same time, and he turns around and he's like, "See that respect?" Oh. But yeah. it's weird because he likes it pretty much everybody but Rick and maybe like. Like Daryl or something, but if you stand up and you're like, you are one badass. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he he is like weirdly Love attracted Sasha, to people who yeah. actually stand yeah. up. Gabriel, but that's it's because he Eugene. never gets that because no, everybody's so afraid no. of him. <laughs> not Eugene. I he think treat, of, well, he well, treated Eugene very well. He didn't, yeah. you know, threaten to throw him in a dark hole. Can we talk about Eugene for a minute? Oh, <laughs> yeah. what, just, what did you guys think about Eugene's I've, turn? I've always awesome. been Team Eugene. Yeah. Let me just say that. Everyone, and I know that, that sounds so confusing, <laughs> but the reality is, is that the only reason Eugene was there is because if you recall, Rosita made him make mm-hmm. a bullet and then had the nerve to miss five feet away. <laughs> yeah. You really got it in for Rosita. You did not like that. Is a good point. I don't like Rosita. And really then Negan's like, "Well, who made the bullet?" And then Tara's like, "Oh, I did it." And then Eugene's like, you know, crying and sniffing. 
definitely think he's going to die. No, I did it. That's why he's there. Mm-hmm. But the savior is not because yeah. he decided to switch sides. Right. He was taken because Rosita is awful. And, and Rosita, <laughs> and, and also Rosita <laughs> thought it was brilliant plan to take Eugene all the way to the bullet making factory and then only manufacture one bullet. That I never knew. That. I may not have watched any of the season, but That's that bothered me. Yeah. Like so she didn't even get a second try. It's like one shot. But or it nothing. takes time, though, as you can see on the show. Like but, Eugene, am I going to get like I need at least three or four I, more whole yeah. bays to make at least like, two hundred yeah. bullets? Roger that. Get Ever since she got cheese. dumped, she. Changed. Well, she, she lost that man, and she, then that was it. <laughs> that was it, and for a sister too. I actually thought that it was amazing that <laughs> she had a sister. Yo, Avery, no, well, no, 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 she meant Sasha. Oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, should we, should we translate for the whitest person yes. in the room? Yes, sorry. I'm sorry. To, I mean, it, she was really in love with Abraham, yeah. yes. and I, I saw the true. I saw the shift, and then to leave her for Sasha. I mean. She's she looking was at the woman. She was real salty about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what I like. All the characters have layers. Rick started yeah. off as a man of morals, mm-hmm. but sometimes you got to switch it up in order to survive. So mm-hmm. I don't see anything that he's done that I would not have done I, throughout what he's gone through I, I, in I, order to keep people safe. And I'm, I'm going to bring this back to Eugene, but in terms of Rick, I just think that in, until he killed those hilltop savior POWs. I can even let the satellite thing go. I was like, okay, that's just a bridge too far. And I still love Rick. You mean like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like that, he totally him and, them. him and Morgan. That they were going to go back. But and, and but our, he those they were of us in our, on them, right? No, he Turn just wanted them. to kill them. I, I think, well, they were thinking, we have to do this. We have I, to do no, well, no, like Those of us yeah. that were th- watching at our house, no, that was it. I, I, I was more forgiving of it. I, I mean, I, I thought... I was forgiving of Morgan because he's a nutbag, but Rick was just... He <laughs> wanted to go kill people. I, I was saying, didn't you say the same thing? That Yeah, it's just like, I don't well, like this Rick. Thank, yes. He, I don't like this Rick when he just... Kills, kills, murders. Like, Here's like the, the thing: the, the, the Again, hunchback savior came up and told him, "Like they want to come back, they're just misguided." And yep. Rick was like, mm, "Whatever." I'm now keep in mind, he's still yeah. grieving, though. Well, I'm not saying it's okay, but yeah. we're talking about a man that just lost his I son know, and adapts to his But it made him read the note. As soon as he got back. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was ashamed about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was ashamed about it when pretty, he came back. I'm and that's sure why he changed with Negan, right? I think yeah. he, like, didn't read that note when Michonne told him to do it because he knew that the note was going <laughs> to say something in it that forbade him from doing what he was about to go do. Yeah, He's like, I just want to get one massacre in before I read the note. <laughs> I thought it was grief. Uh, I think grief. we've really seen Rick change over time, not mm-hmm. necessarily for the better. I mean, in a lot of ways for the worse. And I think that's kind of set things up so over the next few seasons, whatever we get... He can kind well, of that was part of the reason back. why Morgan left, as he said right at the end of the season, you and I are worse than we were before. Yeah. And he referenced two, two weeks ago. He, he did. He was like, that. why did you do that? And, yep. you know, I mean, they, it obviously was, like, on his mind. Although, you could also see it as, like, he thought that the only way to get out of that room was to, like, create Walker bait. Yeah. I could kind of see it both ways. But I think he did go out with the intention of killing those people based oh, on totally. be, based on yeah. like the way that he interacted with that one savior. He hunted them down. Morgan's starting to sound like that dude at the bus terminal, though, who thinks he's Jesus. It's just after a while, <laughs> you know, like, so just crazy. <laughs> the but, crazy. But dude. Derek, let me ask you, mm-hmm. Trace, just what is your opinion about Rick's his his development, his character development, his moral development from this season to where he's ended up now? What do you feel about where he's been and where he's at now? It's tough. I. I'm just guessing that the writers have kind of taken him on this journey and that they're probably planning on having some kind of story of him trying to make his way back, especially having lost Carl now. He's got this challenge from Carl in the letter about trying to get back to what he was before. This whole thing about, you know, the walks with uh, with baby Carl, you mm-hmm. know, and he's saying, take Judith on those walks too, because she'll remember. And he's And then at the end we hear him saying, I remember it. And, to, and him reflecting back on the way life was before this whole apocalypse. That was Wanting a great to try and scene. reclaim yeah. that. That, that, like, yeah. flashback with the cop. Yeah. That was such a great scene. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week's? Yeah. yeah. That was great. Yeah. yeah. That was a really well done, like, way of, of showing what he was thinking at the yeah. time. Like, and we were, t- some people were talking, that's what connects, that's his humanity. That's where he connects. Mm-hmm. And that's what he needs to get back to. That's what we're fighting for, I guess, is what it is. And that I, it seems like this season the theme has been, why are we fighting? Why are we mm-hmm. killing? What are we doing? What is it that we want to be on the other side if we do win? And that's why I personally loved that they ended with the sparing the life of, of well, Negan. Although I think 
I am Although, probably in the minority on that opinion. I, I'm torn on that I, because I he love did, the fact that he that he spared it too. I, I, I kind of do, but he was killing all these other guys who were much more like I know forced into this situation. Whereas Negan was the one controlling them and like, setting it all up, and that's the one you spare. We kill hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. so we can spare one man. But they Wait. were all lemmings though, who were just following orders. Yeah. Well, I mean, but you you have and to they up. get the head of the snake. You know, yeah. like yeah. He, that's yeah. what's important, and that if you're going to mount anything, it has I mean, to be because so. Jared was still evil. Like I, those guys. I feel like. Uh, what's, yeah. what's the name of that one blonde savior who at the very end Laura. the second that she saw that Negan was done Laura. she immediately yeah. Yeah, surrendered she dropped it, yeah. and, and they well where was Morgan because she's the one that betrayed too right she's the one that told on Dwight too right yeah, yeah. yeah. So which, she, which I thought that was dumb that he didn't say it was her first like if that was me like have you, have you guys seen Laura oh no Oh, man, she was the mole, like for real. <laughs> yeah, they, like, she there was, was no like back and saviors. forth. I was dodging bullets. Like. Yeah. The other thing about uh, kind of like Rick coming back to humanity that I thought was like really well done in this episode was um, he said after the fight was over, my mercy prevails over my wrath, and yeah. you realize then that he's chuckling because he's he just now finally understands what Sadiq meant when he overheard the conversation between Carl and Sadiq in the first episode. Because remember... What was it he said? He said, so Carl's like, you know, wandering around, and Sadiq starts talking to him from behind a car, and he says that his mother told him um, a line from the Quran: my mercy prevails over my wrath. Oh, and yeah. Rick's like around the corner... He hears this, he runs out, shoots into the air, and like he scampers off. Mm-hmm. He like it finally clicks for him what that's mm-hmm. supposed to mean. Are after you, the after the Negan that's pretty is, cool. is finally done and he's like sitting there on the tree, just like, you know, it's over, and then he chuckles and says that like, mm-hmm. Oh, I get it now. That's awesome. Like they it was a callback to like sixteen episodes ago. I have to wonder, okay, when, when That Rick, was very well done. When yeah. Rick was fighting Negan in that moment, do you think he was planning on sparing his life or was he like still at war with this and he was gonna just strike one more time and then he saw that he wasn't quite dead yet and he said help him? Uh, well apparently some mm-hmm. scenes were missing question. to help bring that into more context, mm-hmm. but like I I didn't really understand the yeah. like Rick's not a surgeon. How do you know which way to cut someone's throat and not murder them? That that was like an example where I think they should have done it differently from the comics because there was just a lot like of other ways that he could have physically disabled him without making an absolutely perfect slice. Was this right in the <laughs> comics? Was this similar to the comics? He does it with a knife, not a piece of glass. Because I know that in the yeah. comics I did know that Negan did not die, that he was put yeah. into jail. But didn't he become friends with Carl while he was in jail in I, the comics? I yeah. think they already were starting to become yeah. friends before that, but I don't know. Now, as we now we don't have a whole lot of time here. We have to kind of start wrapping up, but we do have to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead. And before we do that, one quick we have a one quick question from yeah. a viewer, and probably just one of us should answer this. They're talking about the dip and kind of people's interest. They were wondering if someone could talk about the dip in the interest because they currently stopped watching after the season before just because it was kind of a chore to watch. And What do you think? Um, so I actually think that, like, this whole hysteria over, like, the show is going to get canceled because nobody is is just that hysteria. I mean, like, A, TV ratings aren't really that accurate anymore because a lot of people watch it on DVR or wait till the next year to watch it on Netflix or pirate it or do all these other things. So those numbers really don't mean anything. And two... Like, they're making a ton of money from other things, too, like T-shirts and selling tickets to go see the show in theaters and all these other things. The bottom line is that they would not have renewed the show after one episode into season eight if they did not believe it was going to be a profitable venture. Just just to add on it, I think some of it is a lot of uh, maybe disappointed comic fans, like, for them going off in their own different directions and you see it all the time online and, and and if the show does something different then they get put out so that might be part of it as yeah. well show's and a lot of people anywhere. demanded Glenn's death and then when they got Glenn's death everyone was upset about it <laughs> yeah. so they can't yeah. please everybody so that's yep. yeah so now can I ask a quick question I'm sorry the significance of the windows after you're done okay yeah just on this person's side just I feel like in some ways they've spread the characters out so much that it, it's hard to like show everybody, and then it's like, oh, I, I forgot about that character. Like three yeah. episodes later, like it's like yeah. everything became so spread out and kind of drawn out where they could have probably tightened things a little more. I think yeah. it's going to get back to that now after the but, war yeah, thing because now they're basically yeah. all at the hilltop because the kingdom and Alexandria yeah. got destroyed. So, and, uh, but according to Variety, though, viewership is down thirty percent this year as compared hmm. to last year. So that is that's yeah. a significant drop. That's almost a third of people have stopped watching it over one year we do have to kind of start wrapping up here but i i think there is some hysteria i 
to what you just said, I think that is probably there's a reason why we saw everybody together in one spot last year. During, mm-hmm. I think they wanted to remind us of all these. Okay, my computer is having a virus overtake it right now, so I'm closing that part down. But anyways, if we can kind of quickly jump into Fear the Walking Dead, which, which is <laughs> so good. Do you guys so watch good. it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we watched it before, but in, in Brandon actually pointed this out to me uh, last night, I think, that it's not even a, a crossover. It's a rebooting with Morgan. It is. Because it's, it's, it's the a Morgan rebranded story. spinoff. Yeah. One of those. I agree. I'm a season behind on Fear the Walking Dead, and I watched this episode, and it, the way it picks up with totally new characters, yeah. um, including Maggie Grace's character, Althea. Luke's yeah. cousin is yeah. Althea, yeah. And more likable characters. Dude, yeah. how likable was John okay. Dory? It, it, yes, it was amazing. All awesome. Dude, so and we're good. sitting there, we watched it today, and I was like, I, was I already really like this character yeah. more than any character yeah. on, on the that show. show. And yeah. they framed all the original characters as the bad guys yes. at the end of the yeah. episode. Yeah. So, like, I think what they did is like they kind of they kind of tricked us in a way because they set they made it look like a crossover, but really what this is is a Morgan rebranding spinoff. Yep. Where Morgan is going to yeah. be Rick and John Dory is going to be Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. And what and, what about um, uh, Madison? I don't know what's going to happen with her. By the way, did you see the end of last season? Mm -hmm. When basically everybody became so bad that it was almost... I just really? didn't like anybody. I, you know, I didn't <laughs> like anybody either. And I thought the last season was actually really well done, like just production. I, I, yeah. I like that one guy from the ranch who they killed. I know, not the crazy one, the nice one. Oh, the the brother, the brother, yeah. the, the guy from the following. I was gonna say, the, I knew he was gonna die the, the moment she's killed. like, "You're the That's last everybody. good guy <laughs> left in the world." And then I'm like, "It really is." There's yeah. the death note. Okay. Well, He's not coming I, let me back. ask this, since I haven't seen the last season, has Nick started making Horcruxes yet? Oh, gee, she's getting close. <laughs> Has he started making what? Horcruxes. Sorry, it's the actor who played the young Tom Riddle in Harry Potter and the Half. Oh, oh, okay. But, um, but okay, somebody's gonna get that joke. <laughs> we got about one. Somebody we, out we there. We have about a yeah. minute here, guys. When my wife listens to the show <laughs> after she's caught up with Walking Dead, she's gonna laugh. Uh, hey, Laura. By the way, congratulations. She has a, a screening tomorrow night for a movie that she's kind of sort of. In, we don't. We don't want to go there. But I just want to yeah. say congratulations on that going on. Hey. Um, yeah, I'll talk to you all after it. Okay, you to come. By the way, yeah. um, I. I am super stoked to start watching Fear the Walking Dead again. I have, yeah. I, I've sort of still been watching it. I've missed a lot of episodes. He was catching me up and telling me about, you know, killing this person, killing this person in the head with a hammer. The good guys are dying. Mm-hmm. Everybody's dying. And I was just getting tired of it. And it just seemed so dreary. Is that group who, like, just murder people to, like, it's for my family, but, like, do you want to do terrible things just for your family? I was pulling for everybody in Walking Dead. Even though they're conflicted, I still think there's goodness to people there. The goodness seemed to be seeping away in yeah. Fear the Walking Dead, even though I love Madison. I love her character. I think she's strong. But I love Nick wasn't trusting her Who? at the end. I love these new characters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This new season, yeah, I, love I think, them right is away. great. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they Those have three are probably going to be the, the main original characters. Cast I think you're right. I hope yeah. so. Jenna Elfman will yeah. be good, too. I felt the way about John Dory the same way that I felt about Rick in the pilot episode. Mm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like on board with this guy. I want I want him to find his like wife with the matching pistol and, like, you know, I want to know more about him and yeah. how he's like such an amazing shot and he's like so he's good. just fascinating. Means, I, and I still like Strand. I, I do. I do. He, he's I, the most interesting character from the previous cast. Yeah, or the and, existing and I, cast. Uh, and, and Madison, I, I like her when she's with Strand. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do too. <laughs> Only then. Yeah, that makes her, her and kids the thing can is, go. And we, the thing is, we were at the, uh, the WonderCon convention. Did you guys go to WonderCon this year? Yeah, well, that's we saw you. There. We ran it. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. saw him. And did you go to the Fear the Walking Dead panel? They were there. We yes. We saw each other right after. (laughs) Which kind of gave away everybody who would not be returning this year on the show. So we kind of knew who was coming, who wasn't going to be there. So you knew the brothers were gone. You knew the dad was gone. Strand was there. Was Strand on the panel? Yeah. He was? Okay. Okay, good. Anyways, I... I'm super stoked mm-hmm. for Fear the Walking Dead. If you, if you guys are not watching it, now is the time to start. It's just like a brand new show now. I, I checked the uh, critic reviews today. Yeah. That first episode has an 100% on Rotten Does Tomatoes. It? it was really good. Good. Yeah. 100%. That's they just, crazy. They just need to yeah. kill Alicia. Yeah, it feels... Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> it feels like a new show. Alicia It's a Rosita. new show. <laughs> it does. It's a great show. All right, guys, we do have to start wrapping up here. Thank you so much for watching. Um, can everybody please tell me where our fans can find you guys online? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter, at Derek. 
Oh, uh, you can find me uh, at Living Rashon or at Jill Roby Fangirl. And what do you guys got? What do you have got not going on? Um, uh, in terms of social like, media? Well, no, no, no. <laughs> like, like your videos and things you guys release. Oh, we do commentary. Oh, yeah, yeah, we do a live um, discussion show while the episode is actually airing, Facebook mm-hmm. Live. And then we also do commentary videos throughout the week on the recent episodes. Right, so, what do you do with yeah. Fira as well? Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, awesome. Everybody watching, we watching these guys. Yeah. The Living yeah. Rashon on Facebook, Facebook, at Living Rashon on Twitter. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Brandon. Oh, I'm Candy Ford. I'm coming out of semi-retirement, and we'll be back at the Comedy Store uh, doing some stuff. And I also have a video game coming out, some voiceover. Ooh, we are super cool. excited about Thank it. Thank you very much. So, but right now, I'm living la vida so As fun. soon as you find out about it, let us know. We'll, we'll post it on the Absolutely. website. Uh, and Katie Christine uh, on Twitter and in, uh, Instagram. I also have my cosplay account, which is Katie's underscore fairy tale. And I'm Cheeseman on the Couch. You can find me on theconguy.com and thescareguy.com and on Twitter at CheeseOnCouch. CheeseOnCouch. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in this week. Subscribe, listen, love us. We'll see you guys soon. Hi. <laughs> From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.